up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. Folks, gentlemen, this is a big one. The 50 burger, 50 spot, whatever you want to call it. Uh, milestone, milestone for the podcast. New Year, same same winter break, boys. Uh, coming from Champaign, Illinois, boys, happy 50th episode. Thanks for being there for all 50. Glad to see you this week. Well, I'm not there for all 50 because um... – my first well, semester oh, yeah, in grad school yeah, was yeah. so difficult and had a had an eye injury, but we we battled through it. Still uh still about forty-five episodes, but new year, new me. Baby, it's cold outside. Scott Frost is still colder up here in the Midwest. Um, kind of a slow episode this week, but we got some fun things in store for twenty twenty two. So um looking forward to talking some more football because it's almost over. I didn't even tell you guys. I've been saving this for the fiftieth episode. We're gonna bust this bad boy open tonight. A little, little red wine, a little little sippy poo here in a little in a few minutes don't act like it's because it's a special fucking occasion you probably polish off a bottle a night before seven o'clock every goddamn night no that's not true that's it's like you sleeping pills oh yeah there it is. hey folks there he is right on cue davy i'll be crying i'm not crying you're crying is how's how's cook county doing how is the, the city of, of chicago what, what what's going on well, you know, I split time pretty much between the uh, DuPage County and Cook County. I try to spend more in DuPage County these days. Uh, the teachers aren't teaching the kids anymore. Uh, that's pretty much the only thing that's going on in Chicago that everyone's talking about. Everyone hates the mayor. Stop me if you've heard that one before. And it's fucking freezing out. It's so goddamn cold right now. What's the temperature in Dallas right now? It's actually pretty cold. It's like 40 degrees. Oh, it's cold. It's like 40. You know what it was in my car this morning? What? Four degrees. Four Four. That's, that's terrible. Well, yeah, hey, Dave, we need your Vax card to get on this podcast. You need I know, to your Vax true. card to be able to do the podcast with us. I'm I'm wearing a mask right now, but we do have to apologize to our merch winners. Uh, a little slow going. I gotta get I gotta get into my sweatshop, into the lab, and make sure that I can make these bad boys. And then you know, with uh, uh you know how logistics are and freight is right now. Even Mike Merritt couldn't get us these packages delivered on time right now. Uh, short-staffed everywhere, COVID striking everywhere. So we will get these this merchandise out. We promise the checks in the mail will get there eventually. Dave, we got we got next day early AM delivery, Saturday delivery. Actually, not available on that service type. Uh, that's going to be your standard next day air uh, service level through the boys and Brown at UPS. Let's not oh, let's not. We're we're that. slapping a, we're slapping a couple stamps on this and hoping it makes it there. No, it'll, it'll get there. Uh, uh, shout out Steve Weinstein, Scott Bray. Uh, we are going to do one more. And out of the 50th episode, the uh, uh, the championship game, which we'll preview here in a few minutes, but we're going to give one more out. Uh, to- what the fuck is wrong with you? You're just offering my services. It's not easy to make these goddamn things. Yes, it is. It's fine. It's fine. Have you made one yet? Have you made one yet? Real easy for you to say. I mean, I will if I need to. God, you're just, but every week it's like, oh, by the way, I'm giving out another one. I'm doing another one. You got to <laughs> What the fuck? I'll what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? Quit giving these goddamn things away until I figure out a system. Oh, by the way, we're just going to give another one out once a week to everybody that listens. Well, the good news with that is it'll probably be done by the end of January, right? <laughs> Very true. Be remiss to not bring this up. Uh, Dave, you mentioned everyone complaining about the Bears. Uh, I believe this is the three-year uh, anniversary of the double doink on on this very day. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I've seen Twitter getting lit up today. 
uh, with that one, but figured uh, figured pour a little salt in the wound. Yeah, if we could just do some revisionist history, just like going back to like how everything was lining up for the Bears that year, Ryan Pace and the McCaskies were too cheap to literally get rid of their biggest weakness, the kicker, Cody Parkey, who missed 10 field goals before he did the double doink. It's like just fascinating how they were, they doubled down on their mistake throughout the whole entire season. And that year was kind of really the year that everything was lining up for the Bears. They had no injuries. They had the best injury luck of all time that year, and that was that was what it was. Yeah, they really Khalil Mack was a stud. Eddie Jackson still cared about football. Mitch Trubisky was like a rookie, so people still thought he was okay. It was just like, well, he yeah. wasn't a rookie. It was his second year, but that's when times were good, and people thought Matt Nagy was the next Mike Ditka. I mean, yeah, we watched that. We watched that against State Bar. They looked like the old, the old five Bears that year. The, the defense was really good that year. Yeah, and the offense was lackluster. Real shocker there. Um, Dave, you want to give us a quick recap on the standings? I think we had a, you and I had a pretty decent week, boys. You know, we'll speed we, up. That's all we'll we did. Up. We did. Our college picks weren't so hot. Uh, all of us didn't do too great uh, in college. Merrick, you were the best, though. You went 2-1-1 one, one in your college picks. Fucking Iowa. Unbelievable. Um, I went uh, – overall, I went 1-2-1 one, one in college and then 4-1 in the NFL. I am now at 40, 468 winning percentage. Merrick, you're, you're bringing up the rear. You're at a 431 winning percentage. You did go 3-0 in the NFL. Uh, Blaze, you had a down week for you. You were 0-3-1, and then you were 2-0 in the NFL, but you're still leading the pack with a 604 winning percentage. You guys saw on here, I put our combined winning percentage here, and as I said, a lot of it's due to Blaze being phenomenal and carrying our, our sorry asses to the finish line here. Uh, we are a combined in, the first, in the, our first season of tracking all the football. We were 157, 161, and 7. That's good for a uh, about a 494 winning percentage. So we're just under 500. We're still losing money with the juice, but we're not getting getting buried here. Yeah, I know I had a bad week too, but um, Merrick threw us a huge curveball last week doing Bama second half and not doing the first half. And uh, Yeah. Kind of oh went wrong on that one, Merrick. No, uh, it, it still hit. The second half did hit. It, well, half hit. it was minus 5 I saw. I thought it ended at 7 to 3. No, nah, it hit. No, oh, hit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought it didn't hit. It did hit. We could not have been. Me and Blaze could not have been more wrong about Michigan. It wasn't even close from the start. Oh my god! So that was bad. So I, uh, I had an all, I had a great day on Friday. I, yeah, Merrick, all the all the favorites covered. What a I surprise! Know, I know. Fogel. That's what I get though. I rode high with the Big Ten. It paid off with the Perdone game and everything, and then it and Michigan State, and then it's kind of it kind of went all downhill after the thirty first. I can't believe Iowa just fucked me in the ass one more time. Merrick, what yeah. were you, Merrick? I was at a bar. What were you thinking when they had fourth and one with three minutes left? Why would they not pound the ball? I told everybody at the table. I go. I've seen this narrative before. I've seen this happen not only to this team but up past Iowa teams. Kirk and Brian. Brian France needs to go. And if, if it takes Kirk getting fired, I'm open. To, I'm open to the conversation, but unbelievable! I can't believe they blew that game. I mean, that's the difference between me being in and not in that pool. Hep, yeah, Hep ended up winning. Blaze blew blew an eight one uh, lead there. But you're telling me that Iowa's quarterback didn't play good? What? Oh, stunned, stunned. Yeah, they they still should have won that game. Boy, Is Caleb Danny. Williams going to go to Iowa? Come on. Is no, he? I'm, I'm asking he you. Might go, he might go to Georgia. I know. The farmers in Iowa got to pool their money together, all those farm subsidies, and give Caleb Williams like $3 million to go there. 
Boys, I'm surprised you're not getting a you're not getting an agricultural uh, internship here. <laughs> nah, American I want to see farmers. I want to see something outside of Central Illinois in the Midwest. That's true. That's true. Um, guys, any other takeaways from from last weekend? New Year's Six Bowls had a lot of great football. It was great I, um, football. I was maxed out, Dave. Sorry to interrupt, but no. Mi- Michigan just so disappointing, man. Looked like too big for the moment. Didn't want to be there. Caden McNamara played his worst game. Just bad all around. And then, of course, we're stuck with an SEC title game, of course, which is disappointing. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, in in looking at how the game ended up going, Michigan tried to go strength against strength with their running offense against Georgia's rushing defense, and Georgia's defense is just way better. I was stunned that Michigan's defense couldn't hold Georgia's passing offense down, too. When the, that one corner got uh, tied up or crossed up, and then they beat him with the deep ball to go up like 28-3 to three or whatever, you knew the game was over already, but then it was officially over. Um, looking at how the, the games ended up playing out, I think Ohio State probably would have given Georgia a much better game. I know that's easy to say, but just the way that George, uh, Ohio State set up, um, their passing offense is a lot better. I think they could have made Georgia sweat a little bit the way that Alabama did. Um, but, Rose but, Bowl, dude, that Rose Bowl game was awesome. So I, cool. uh, Great game. I ended up, I bet on, I live bet Ohio State when they were losing 14 nothing, And then I went through a stretch where I got addicted to, um, they call them flash props on DraftKings. You can bet if they're going <laughs> to score a touchdown or do an offensive score. And Ohio State scored on touchdowns on three straight possessions. So I was like, this is the easiest bet of all time. What, what, was, the odds? what was the odds for that flash prop? Like uh, the plus flash 100? Prop, what ended up doing was it was uh, offensive score or no offensive score uh, is are the two options that I ended up going with. And it's like plus 135. Yes, they're going to score. So on that final drive, when they got the ball back with like two minutes, I'm like, oh, my God, they're for sure going to at least kick a field goal. So I put another 50 bucks on it and you get an extra an, an extra 75 bucks uh, that uh, in addition to your plus 200 bet that I had on the live money line. But it was a huge rush for a little bit, and then I had to get I had to get out of it. I tried to do it for like the one or two drives on that game after it, uh, the Sugar Bowl, and it did not go as well. So now I, I quick in, quick out. But it was a ton of fun while it was going on, and that Rose Bowl was amazing. That Rose Bowl was awesome. I I literally had went to the pisser. I think in the first or second quarter, came back, and there was fourteen more points up on the board. I mean, yeah, those, was, those teams are scoring at will. It was, that was awesome. an awesome first half, Dave. It looks like uh, you. Looks like you did do well this weekend on DraftKings. I just checked their stock. They're down. They lost uh, three dollars this week already. So a lot of people must it's, have been hammering that flash prop. It's the McAvoy effect, right? I started tweeting about it, and everyone was all over it. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Speaking of speaking of tweeting about it, Blaze is all over Twitter. You got PFT. the Twitter account's a fun follow. It really is because Blaze is a maniac. PFT commenter liking our post, unbelievable. Uh, well, look, those are all good takeaways from last week. Let's get into the championship game. Bama, Georgia, they both looked fantastic, I, I think, in my opinion, uh, in their uh, first-round games there. So who do you who, who do you take in this scenario? I mean, you have a, a Bama team ranked number one who's getting three points, over-under set at 51.5 points. Uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. Both teams are probably going to travel well. Boys, where's your head at with this game? What, what are you thinking? So um, I don't really have a feel for the game, and I know we've talked about this before. Me and Merrick, we've hit on this unless we're playing Dave's fantasy football team. It's hard to beat a football team twice in the same season, let alone about a month and a half from now. So I really don't know how I feel about that. Saban's a completely different animal, but one thing I saw that stuck out that I saw on Twitter, what we were talking about is 
Georgia takes about 28 seconds to run a play, even when they were down by double digits against Alabama. So I really think Kirby Smart's going to want to slow this game down, and it's going to go under 51 and a half. And I think everyone's going to be on the over because of um, short-term memory. They saw the last game, I think, hit around 57 to 60 or something. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. I apologize. But I like the under here. I don't think there's going to be any big plays given up by either of these teams. Kirby Smart will adjust. Bama lost one of their best receivers. These are going to be long drives with field goals and maybe touchdowns at the end. Give me the under 51 and a half. And then I also just kind of want to lean, lean Georgia minus one in the sec, in the first half. I feel like that line is maybe one or two points too low. Um, I just feel Georgia will come to play again. They were up 10 to nothing against Alabama after that first quarter, and they kind of got a little shell-shocked and couldn't adapt. I'd take Georgia first half, but the big play I really like is under 51 and a half for the game. Yeah, that uh, the first game was was a 65-point total. I'm looking up the box score right now. I totally forgot that Georgia jumped out to that early lead. I was probably feeling pretty good about my Georgia bet. Um, and you talk about just short-term memory loss. Georgia was a six-and-a-half-point favorite going into the SEC championship. Um, I, I have on here, I really want Georgia to win just because I don't want Alabama to win again. But, oh, my God, is it hard to bet against Nick Saban getting points at this point. It just – I can't do it mentally. It's similar to like Tom Brady. You don't want to bet against him pretty much in any scenario. Um, I really don't have a feel for this game. I really like – you're kind of selling me on the under here because if I want Georgia to win and I expect Georgia to win, you almost have to expect that it's going to have to be a lower scoring game, like a 21-14 type of game where they just – they're able to hold down Alabama. Um, so, yeah, I think I like that play with you, Blaze. I'm going to go ahead and just – I'll take the under with you, and then I'm going to root for Georgia just because I want them to win. And also, I'm with you. I'm really glad that our pool ended, and we don't have to root for – or follow anything else besides just the game, and it's already over and taken Yeah, that was kind of a disaster, World War III, I didn't want to touch base with. But also, four years ago, too, um, when Justin Fields was actually the backup quarterback at Georgia, this Bama-Georgia game went into overtime, and it still went under, too. So I think it's going to be a game like that as well. So that's why I feel a little more com- confident with that with – that under than having to pick a side Merrick what are you doing here you love Bama I do I do and Dave to your point Nick Saban getting points is it's so hard to it's so hard not to bet that uh, look I think if I think if there's a play I'm probably got in my head I hope you're standing behind me I think I gotta take Georgia too I don't I don't think they're I don't I don't think that Bama is going to be able to beat them twice. I think that defense learned its lesson in the SEC championship game. And, and look, I, I think I don't think that offensive line really faced much against Cincinnati. Um, I, I, again, I think that defense is going to come back, and, and I think they're going to contain Bryce Young. Uh, and better yet, I, I think they're going to stop the run. You know, you saw Brian Robinson go off for what 250 yards uh, against Cincinnati. He was the difference maker in that game. I don't think they. I don't think they run the ball like that against Georgia. I just. I, I don't see it. I've loved Bama all year. I, I got to go against them in this though. It's only three points. I had the over on the card, but you get kind of talked me into the under. I don't. I don't bet unders. I'm not going to bet that. But I, I, I like Georgia in this. You know, I think that defense again is just just too strong. One of the other things I wanted to mention because we were all texting about it when uh, the guy in Ohio State, Smith and uh, Jigba was blowing up against Utah, and then their backup was – or they had Marvin Harrison's kid on there. Jamison yeah. Williams is going to be the number one option for Alabama right now with Mechie out still. And that guy couldn't even make the field for Ohio State. That's how stacked that receiver room is. It's just crazy. Um, but I think that would be a fun bet too because they let 
you on the semifinals, you were able to on DraftKings bet like the same game parlay stuff and all the player props. I wouldn't be interested to see what those are. I don't think they they've come out with many yet, but um, I'd be interested to take a look at those. Maybe Jamison Williams to score a touchdown, but Georgia to win and the under. I bet you that plays pretty that pays pretty well. Yeah, I feel if you're not comfortable giving Saban points, maybe just take a flyer on that money line. I'm assuming it's about minus 140 to minus 150. So minus, one, bet, minus 144. Yeah, so you got to bet $144 to win 100. That's not bad. You don't have to worry about winning by two points or something and getting screwed on a late late touchdown or something along those lines. So might not be a bad play. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Uh, look, that game is coming to you. Is that on ESPN or ABC on Monday night? ESPN, but I think it's like going to be on ESPN two. ESPN the Ocho will have a different broadcast. ESPN Deportes will be in Spanish. ESPN Plus will be doing something, so they'll be all over. The problem, the problem is this game always starts so goddamn late, and I'm always, I'm always, I'm always sleeping in the second half. Yeah, that's a problem. College football games aren't exactly three hours. We're going back to the Rose Bowl again. I think that game was over four hours. How, oh how long it took with all the points and so first down stop in the clock. Quit drinking your sleeping pills at dinner. I have a coffee instead. Hey, guy, mind your business. Yeah, Merrick, save that vino for Monday night when it's a championship I'm not, game. I'm not drinking. I've only, I've only, I've only drank one, one day this year so far. It's, it's, it's day six. I understand that. That's his dry January. Leave him alone, Dave. Yeah, yeah Dave. Sunday, and, and the first was was oh no, the first was was Saturday. I'll give it to you. When you get when you get free tickets to Dirk Nowitzki's retirement. Jersey night, you got you, you got to go have a couple of Michelobes. When you meet Randy Jackson, you have to get his autograph. You have to get his autograph. You have to get his autograph. Which, by the way, I thought that over was a lock, and sure enough, they shot Golden State shot eighteen percent from three, eighteen percent, and I think less than forty percent from the four. Yeah, Merrick, I, I turned that game on in the second quarter really quick just to see how you were doing, and I think there was six minutes left in the first half, and they only had 68 points combined. And I think bad. after the – you need like – usually that's what they put up in a quarter. I talked myself out of the Mavericks bet too. Um, you gotta, you got to take the emotional play. It's just like when T. Boone Pickens died and Oklahoma State wasn't a great team. You knew they were going to come back and win that game, and they did. And they won the cover. It was, it was fantastic. T. Boone Pickens. Yeah, you know, an oil a, billionaire that's dying. A deep, that's a deep cut. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like Big Ben's last game on Monday would have been a more topical reference. Sure. When did sure. T. Boone Pickens die? Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. They I'm won. Looking. When was this? Like 2017? Maybe a couple years 2019. Ago. It was two years ago. It's just funny. Oh, my God. Or it's so like funny. It's like whenever the mascot dies, right? Like, you know, there's just a lot of emotion. There's senior night, underdogs. Love oh, mascot. senior night. Senior night for college hoops especially is like you got to bet the te- the home teams. Oh, it's oh 100%. I actually can't wait for that Illini senior night with DeMonte and Trent and then probably Kofi too. Are you walking the Are you walking the floor with uh, with Mike and Bobby? Or what? A nine scalp shirts? No, I, no, I don't. I don't. Grad, my graduation ceremony is not till uh, next year. I got a so, 4.0 in my GPA. I think my goal might be to be, give the valedictorian speech. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh my god! What? I would be there for that. Do they give out like? Do they give out summa cum laude or whatever? I don't for, know, but someone gave a valedictorian school? speech this year, and I think like I just God, I would just like to do it because I'm I'm a pretty good writer and not a bad speech giver. So 
I think I'd do it, but and I think it would just be like some passive aggressive thing I would do against somebody else who I don't. Oh know no like. way! No. You, no. What? No! No way! Yeah, so maybe like if someone else says they want to do it and I like them, I'm like okay, yeah. But if it's someone I don't, I'm be like, okay, I want to fucking do this. Oh. I mean, I think you need in the next year or so, you really need to lean into your non scout persona. You got to get like something like a paper bag over your head. Like, you remember, you remember in The Simpsons when Homer has like the bag with the question mark when he's online? That's what you need to make your profile and like make his own Twitter handle and be your alter ego. Really lean into it. I think you could explode. And that's and, and after that, what you can do is you can start cutting out uh, letters out of a magazine, taping it on a piece of paper, and holding that up, and mailing it to Brad Underwood's house. Exactly. No, literally, Brad's doing a good job this year. It's more so the fact that like people stick up for him for the stupidest stuff ever. It's just too funny to push back and troll a little bit. It's true. It's true. Uh, well, look, let's get back on track. One last thing on the NCAA uh, before we get into the NFL. Hot hot take right now. What are your thoughts on the playoff expansion? Six, eight, 12 teams. What? Where are you guys leaning on this? Where do you see this going? If not next year, in, in the next three to five. Um, I'll, I'll call this a Desmond Ritter effect. I don't want any more teams. I think four is fine. And like Cincinnati is a good team. Like they were in it, but Desmond Ritter, oh my God, is so freaking bad. He screwed it up for them. Oh, he stinks. He could. He could, the guy is six three, and he's throwing the ball, and people are batting it down. How is that possible? I'm gonna call it the Desmond Ritter effect. Cincinnati was one of the best Power Five teams, I think, in a long time. Stick with four. The Pac-12 is a mess. The SEC is gonna always get two teams now. Texas and Oklahoma suck, so who knows what's gonna happen with the Big Twelve? Ohio State, and Michigan will always be there. Stick with four, in my opinion. I just don't want to have this go to like six or twelve teams to buy it out because it kind of waters down the bowl games as it is, but I really do enjoy all these bowl games. So just leave it at, just leave it at four. Well, I think it's going to end up going to six because you've got six. No, it could go to, it could go to seven, give the number one team a buy. And then you use the new year's six bowls to eliminate the, all the teams or no, it would go to eight. Cause then you'd have you'd have six games to eliminate all the, the first six teams did all New Year's six bowls, and then you have the national championship to eliminate the seventh. So it almost certainly is going to end up at eight, just because of the way that like the TV contracts and everything is is all all shakes out. I'm with you though. the The more you expand it, the more watered down it gets, and people are always going to complain about the teams that didn't make it. Look at how it is with college basketball. There's 68 fucking teams, and people will still complain about the bubble teams. Like, who cares? You're, you're the 68th ranked team. You don't deserve to be in and play for a championship. Tough shit. Um, so I, I'm kind of with you. I like the four teams. There hasn't been too much controversy, and there have been a lot of really bad games. That's what I'm saying. Like, do I really want to see Alabama play like Coastal Carolina as the eight seed and get blown out 56 to seven on New Year's Day? I, no, there's I, no appeal to that for me. I think it goes to six. I think in the next three years, we see it go to six. The first two, the first, the top two teams get a bye. And then they put they play the winner of, of the other the you know, winners of, of the other uh, two games. And then, well, and then you're down to four, and then you have your national championship game. Well, dude, I Googled this when I saw you put it in here, and there's an article from the Atlanta Journal that says uh, the college football playoff expansion could come as soon as Monday. Really? They could announce it before the game. Interesting. That's fucking Interesting. crazy. Wow. Wow, I did not know that. I, I, I don't know if it'll be a next year thing. I, I, I think it, within the next three years, I think it could change. 
well, they could announce it right and it wouldn't be sure. for another like four or five years. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. Well, hey, let's let's jump let's jump over to Sundays so where, where the big boys play. Uh, Blaze, you you had hit your big one bet last week. Uh, Joey B and the Bengals coming back uh, against against Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but first, Dave, you got a couple plays. One not for this week, but for the rest of the year that you really like. Well, I've been on a, a Packers future now for about like four or five weeks. My thinking here is purely I just need to minimize the frustration of being a Bears fan with the Packers being awesome and Aaron Rodgers owning us for our entire (laughs) lives. So why fight it? You know how you end up – it's just like when all of us get together and we're going to like yell at the the TV together and we're going to bet on the same side. If if all of us went to different colleges and root for different teams, how do you end up getting on the same side? You throw some fucking money at it. So if I'm going to have to deal with like being at the bar or going to watch the Packers and like listening to Coobs and anybody else that's around and Pat and Wickman and all these fucking cat Packer fans, let's just bet on the Packers and root for them with them. Let's go to Wills. Let's have a great time. Go Pack Go. So I've got a Packers future ticket. It is officially going to be now. Shout out to our favorite to uh, my our favorite bookie. It will be a send carry swing game with my with my personal side bookie. So that should be a lot of fun too to look at. So I am on the Packers future ticket. I've been on them since they were about eight to one. We'll see what happens with it. They got the buy. They just got to win three. Yeah, Dave, I, I like that play too. It's like, we'll talk about this more in detail, but like who's going to win? You have Green Bay, your division, you'll play in the lowest seed after the buy, and then the NFC championship game where it's going to be like negative 10 degrees and you're playing a team like Tampa Bay. I don't think they're going to be able to go in there and back-to-back years and be able to get in there. Hell, even the Los Angeles Rams who play in California in a dome are going to a game outside. Like those are the two teams that they're competing against. I like Packers getting into the Super Bowl. And no one was in the stands last year. There's like 8,000 people were only in the stands last year when the Bucks played there. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. It's a different animal when you got a full house there and it's, it's two degrees out and there's 85,000 people screaming. Yeah. And that place is rocking. And the way that that offense is right now, I mean, that, that connection to add from Adams, uh, or excuse me, to Adams from uh, from Rogers is is top notch right now. There's there's a couple. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule on Sunday. There's the San Francisco game is kind of interests me a little bit. I don't know if I, any of you guys have it, but there could be three teams from the NFC West that get in the playoffs. Three. That's kind of crazy. And am I am I right, or is or is this a little bit more of a common thing? In the recent years, I I don't think it has been, but well, you get the you get the extra team now than you had in the past, so you're getting seven teams into the playoffs. I think the interesting thing there is the Rams need to to win to possibly win the division. So and the and San Francisco needs to win to get into the playoffs. And if San Francisco loses and the Saints win, the Saints are in, and they'll get fucking destroyed by whoever ends up being the second seed. Yeah, the thing is, that's why you want that second seed, too, is you get two home games for the playoffs. So I think that's why the Rams are going to be going all out for that game, too. But, yeah, the 49ers are all in. I don't know if Garoppolo or Trey Lance is going to play. I am not sold on Trey Lance at all. He looked not very impressive against the Houston Texans. I know he's still a rookie, but he looks like a poor man's Justin Fields, in my opinion. Um, But, yeah, I I like the dogs, too. That pick opened at five and a half. It's now been down to four and four and a half. So, I think the wise guys are on that play too, Mike, too, Mike. So I think that game is going to be one to watch too. And I feel the Rams, man, they play with fire every, every week. They stole one in Baltimore last weekend too. And Stafford threw three picks and they stole one. 
<sighs> Bless you. Thank you. You don't know how to mute this fucking thing? What's the deal? Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, another another interesting game on Sunday, guys, that, that I got circled on the card. The Chargers at the Raiders. The Raiders are our home dog, getting three points. A spot in a spot in the AFC playoffs. You win this game. Who's taking who's taking this? Um, so I think this is just a thing where talent wins out. And what's absolutely hysterical about this is I have a parlay. I have a, a parlay that pays out about six and a half to one on this. And I and then the last play is going to be the Chargers money line. I just feel like they're a hundred percent going to fuck me on this. But they're too talented of a team. But I their coaching sometimes is just inept. They don't know what they're doing, and their defense makes dumb plays. But talent wins out. Um, Las Vegas isn't the best well coached team either. Respect to this team, they've battled through a bunch of shit this year, from John Gruden to Henry Ruggs to Derek Carr saying stupid crap. This team battled, and they're in a spot for a playoff. It's going to be an awesome atmosphere there on Sunday night. That's a great way to end the regular season. But when it comes to the final season, the final game, teams head-on, head-on, you just got to go with the talent, and the talent always outwins. Give me Herbert and the Chargers. I think they're going to win a close one over the Las Vegas Raiders. Dave, I know you're on the opposite side of this. So I wanted to say, I don't know if you tweeted it or someone else tweeted it, and I saw it, but I thought it was hilarious. Someone said that uh, Brandon Staley is basically just Anthony Lynn, but he says analytics, so the media fucking loves him. Yep, that's me. It's fucking, it is ridiculous though. It's so funny that the Chargers just can't figure out the head coaching thing, and they have had so much talent, it feels like, every year that we've like followed football. You went from having Rivers and Tomlinson to the one year when they had uh, the best defense and the best offense statistically, and they couldn't even make the playoffs, and they ended up going 8-8. Eight and eight. And now you have this latest thing where you've got Herbert, and he's unbelievable so far, and they can't figure out how to win. It's just crazy. So I'm going with the Raiders at home, and it's just because they're at home. The Raiders have had the weirdest year of all time with everybody getting DUIs, and then with the Gruden thing that happened. It would just be very appropriate, I think, Raiders getting three at home to just win and make the playoffs. And I'm sure you guys saw, too, if by the grace of God the Jaguars somehow beat the Colts, this game would, could end in a tie and both games get in. It's just one of those stupid stats out there that I saw. Oh, so they'll just do quarterback sneaks back and forth and punt the ball? Well, no, I just think it would be, be more of like a prisoner's dilemma, right? Yeah. Where it's like, I don't want to, to, to do that and knee it out, and there'd probably be some sort of repercussions from the, from the league if they did that. So you either have to put on a show or, right? It's like you're. It's a prisoner's dilemma because you're both holding the gun, and it's like who's going to shoot first? And Massive we might as well might, might as well just play the game. Yeah, no, agreed. I think that's by far the best game. Yeah, it um, was definitely the one that they had to flex. Um, either that or the uh, San Francisco Los Angeles one, but they couldn't do the San Francisco uh, Los Angeles one because uh, the Saints are involved with that scenario. Yep, no, props to the NFL. They didn't do this a couple years ago is they um line up all the games for teams so they're not so they're not scoreboard watching. If some game's already over, they're resting their starters, they're playing them all at once at the same time. So like we talked about, the Rams and 49ers are playing together with the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Um, so they don't know the end result. So everyone's gonna have to be playing their starters to make sure they're in the playoffs. Um, one of the plays I like this week is the Seahawks plus six and a half. They're the only spread I'm picking in my parlay. And my reasoning is the Seahawks don't have um, a first-round draft pick to, to play for, so they're going all out. And I think they really found something last week um, against the Lions. 
sorry for the ambulance in the background um, over there living on a busy street. But no, I think the Seahawks figured something out last week, even though it was against Detroit Lions. They'll be ready to play. I feel like that's a couple too many points. I don't think the Seahawks win, but I think it's closer than the um, the people think. Give me the Cardinals by a field goal. Seahawks plus six and a half is uh, my last play for the weekend. Dave, you got any, any others left on the card for Saturday? Um, no, I was going to say, though, Blaze, it's, uh, it's, it is fun with all these games being uh, played like this. It's not quite relegation day in the EPL, but it's still pretty good. Um, it's the closest thing we have to it. That and the and baseball actually on the final day does it too. But there's there's way more games, so it usually isn't coming down to to too many things. Um, but no, the, uh, there's just a couple of extremely low totals out there that I'm sure I'll end up dabbling on the over. Uh, one of them is Bengals Browns. I don't know who the fuck's going to be playing quarterback for either of those teams. Brandon Allen and um, Case Keenum. Okay, so yeah, that'll be fun. Case Keenum can sling the ball. I don't think he's much of a downgrade from Baker yeah. Mayfield at this point. I saw Baker Mayfield also was getting an argument with a reporter on Twitter too about a story she wrote today. So the Baker Mayfield um, experience is going full throttle in Cleveland right now. There's no way he comes back. No, it's going to be. I, I can't see him bringing him back either. the uh, The other game that I saw that had a low total. I'm not doing the Washington uh, Giants game because. It's Mike Glennon, and Mike Glennon's a complete joke. He's made more money than I can. It's unbelievable. They always throw that stat up there, how much money he's made. Thank um, you, Ryan Pace. Good for him, though. Good for him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Uh, Saints and Falcons is only 39 and a half. I'm going to bet the over in that one, too. And I actually think I, I think I like Atlanta to beat the Saints, actually, too. So, Dave, I was actually looking at this game. The Falcons are 1-6 against the spread at home this year. Oh, it's crazy. They're getting so three and a half. I don't think they're due, but God, they're so bad, and I just don't trust Matt Ryan. This could end up being his last game. No, he looks like he's just like gassed. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just cashing really checks at this point. He's basically a uh, rich man's Mike Lennon. He is. He he does look tired. He looks tired. I've got I've got two games. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna give the fans a little little parlay action here. Real shocker there. We're gonna start this one. With the Patriots and the Dolphins, the over/under is forty points. The Patriots are also playing for a first-round bye at Miami, which I know they historically play bad there, but the over is at forty. And Miami's still still playing for something. Am I wrong for thinking that this game's going to go over? I don't know to be honest. I really haven't touched totals on either of these teams. I just know Tua some days has really good games, and then he has some really bad games. But those bad games could also include a pick six, so that could help your total. That's true. That's true. Uh, look, the other one, boys, I'm actually going against you. I'm going with the Chargers, taking those guys minus three uh, at the Raiders. I think they've got too much talent, as Dave mentioned, uh, compared to the Raiders. And you never know what you're going to get with Jacobs and Carr uh, and a little bit of a banged-up defense, too. So uh, give me the Chargers minus three. We're going to parlay that again. Afternoon game. And then uh, if, if you know, all you safe betters out there want to get a little hedge action, then you can on the night game. So, fellas. Hall of 50th episode. Any 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 other thoughts? Any other any other games to be be mindful of this weekend? Um, any anything else before we wrap this one up? Merrick, how about you? Any environmental shout-outs this week? No, no, still worried about the turtles. Still worried. Yeah, about- where the fuck where the fuck did that come from? What article did you read earlier in the day that all of a sudden you were worried about the goddamn sea turtles? Are, are from COVID are, testing? I heard the COVID tests are just completely ravaging the environment. Well, I saw someone post something about, you know, the, the damn paper straws, them lashing out about the paper straws. And 
someone someone followed up. I think it was on Twitter with uh, an article about all the all the pollution from from all the masks, all the all the long fucking Q-tip looking things that they touch your brain with uh, when they give you a COVID test. So. Look, I'm I'm here for the turtles, dude. Like, Maybe we need we need Clay Travis on this podcast. Uh, no, we got you, dude. It's fine. We're all good. <laughs> I don't do good. politics anymore. Clay Travis does, though. Clay Travis does politics and gambling. Dave, are you are, are you not a fan of the turtles or? Oh, <laughs> turning it around on you, Dave. Are, are you, you hate are, you hate the turtles. I I, I, am the turtle. I am I will go explicitly on record on this show that I am anti turtle. Fuck the turtles. I don't give a shit. Let's go. Plastic straws. As many COVID tests as we possibly can. Yeah, Dave's right. Illinois is playing Maryland basketball right now. Fuck the, tur- fuck fuck the, the turtles. Fuck the turtles. Oh. We're going to get canceled because of you guys. Because no. of us. Um. Because your environmentally sound approach. Right? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. But oh. no, I'm looking at I'm looking at a couple of my futures. Um, It's 89 days until uh, the college basketball championship. So we got another f- uh, about three full months of doing some fun episodes. We'll transition to the NFL playoffs, college basketball. Got some NHL. We're going to try and get some guests on, too, for our listeners. It's going to be a good year. 50 is just a start. 39 days till Blaze's birthday. Is it yeah. really? We got another 50 episodes coming for sure. When do you think episode 100 will be? Probably around February, March of next year. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. Right? Yeah, yeah, no more yeah, eye yeah, injuries, yeah. and I'll be done by, with school by then, so I won't need any mental breaks. Oh, is this going to be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you? Yeah. Okay. You're going to need five every morning. Uh, boys, you're going to – is this going to be pre or post your summa cum laude uh, speech? Oh, my valedictorian speech. Uh, we'll probably be at the hundredth episode after my um, valedictorian speech. So in theory, I, so in theory, I graduate um, December, like it's December tenth or something. That's like when graduation is. So, so maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do a live episode down there with Bobby and Mike too, celebrating your graduation. <laughs> On the quad, let's do it. I, I get wireless there. Do any last thoughts for our listeners? Yeah, uh, one other thing to keep an eye on, me uh, me and Koobs, and I think Mullins in on this too now, we have just been hammering overs in hockey. So just root what for game? goals. All the games. We need overs everywhere. Is it working? I don't know. It's not not working yet. But we're, we're, gonna, salami? we're testing a new theory today. Koobs uh, brought me in on it today. We did a, a parlay of all the overs. There's 10 fucking games today. And then we also did a uh, round robin with all of them. We'll let you know how we come out. We got 50 bucks in there. I'll let you know what I'm at next week, how it worked out today. Because if it works today, you know I'm doing it again tomorrow. Well, now I got Now I'm interested. I got to look. Thank yeah. You. But that's that's our big hot ticket right now is just rooting for goals. It's been fun. It's not the grand salami, though. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously. Ooh. Ooh, but I'm that's, like- yeah, that's been it. And I'm looking forward to, you know, as we get past football here. We're starting to turn the pages, starting looking more at college basketball right on time for the Illini, starting to play a lot better. It's 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 been exciting. It was fun to watch that game the other night. It's it's IO night tonight. Um yeah, so we'll be we'll be looking at March Madness stuff before we know it. So it'll, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, you think they got a Kale uh Kale McCarr shot bet on uh on the website for tonight? For you? Oh yeah, love him over two and a half shots. <clears throat> Yeah, that the, the total and that's uh, six and a half. Yeah, on that game, it's a big one. I'm not taking that one. Well, look, fellas, let's have a good weekend, uh, listeners. 
thanks again for tuning in and, and thanks for tuning in to, to all 50 episodes. I know there's a handful of you guys who tune in weekly. Uh, appreciate the support. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, and and I know Dave's going to kill me for this, but be on the lookout for, for more merch giveaway. You know what? I, I think the first 10 callers should just get a free one. That's no problem, <laughs> right? The first 10. <laughs> Not the, first time. Not the first time, but we have all got for more promos. Thanks, thanks everybody tuning in. We'll catch everybody next week. Peace. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more.